I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, what's going on, folks? And happy Monday. Welcome to Super Soul Sit Down, the after show for Oprah's podcast, Super Soul Conversations. I am your always excited to talk about everything positive host, Jamie <laughs> Alexander. And we have the amazing and talented singer and host, oh, oh, Haley J in the building. <laughs> What's up, girl? Another hey. Monday. I, I've lost count, but that's okay. We're still here. We're staying positive. And I'm always excited for Mondays because of Super Soul. We've got a good one today. I have got to agree with you on that. So we do have a good one today. So this is pulled from Oprah's Life Class series, and she did it with Joel Osteen. So those of you who don't know Joel Osteen, he is a pastor and preacher for Lakewood Church. He's a televangelist, all the things. I'm sure you've heard the name before. And um, he had such an amazing message to share. And um, we just want to let you know whether you believe in God or not. You will still get so much valuable information from this podcast and this chat Haley and I are about to have. So whether you believe in God or not, we definitely think this will speak to you. So Haley, girl, what did you think about this podcast overall? You know, I was jumping up and down, you know. (laughs) I will be honest. Um, Joel has a lot of controversy in the media. So when I first saw his name, I've, I've heard some not so great things. So I did have that fear, which I'm really glad you said, if you believe in God or not, this podcast can be really beneficial to re- towards you because I do, I do believe there are people that would see the title and maybe think, no, this is not for me. I don't go to church, but this is definitely worth a listen because of what we're going to get into right now. I just, something that really stuck out to me was him saying that we have to talk to ourselves first because if we don't, if we don't meditate, if we don't get ahead of our thoughts, our thoughts are eventually going to creep up. So I think just the practice of filling your mind with positivity, because unfortunately those negatives. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, in Christianity, they call it daily bread in, you know, you, those who believe in the universe and nature and everything, they call it affirmation. Something along the day is going to throw us off course. And we need that anchor first thing in the morning. So we can always take our mind right back to that and be like, oh, wait a minute. My intention was to show up this way. My intention was to remember that I'm enough or whatever it might be. So you're right. Just as humans, I always suggest a million people these days talk about a morning routine. But if you can (laughs) ask yours, it works. And there's a reason why we say that. So I love that too. And we talk about staying on course. I want to go from the very beginning with Oprah saying when she sought out for her life's mission, she wasn't seeking fame and fortune. And she acknowledges, you know, I know those things came with it. Those things help. But we talk about the why and our intention behind doing things. And her why was to connect with people and to help people. And that just goes to show when your intention is in the right place, when you're, you know, they say the most successful people are the ones that do what they love. And it's because they do things. I don't want to sound like the bachelor over here, but doing things with the right reasons. It's how you succeed because your passion is there and your heart's there from the very beginning. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with that just because money is such a human intangible thing. So you could, you know, go find the job that makes the most money. What job is going to give me the most money? And you can do But something else that they said is, you know, people often pursue, people often suffer when they pursue a life or dream that is not theirs. That so one you want to think, 
girl. So you want to think long and hard about what you're pursuing and why. And usually the tangible things are not things that fulfill our spirit. However, if we're able to look within and see what's even in there, see how God made us, see the reason why we're here on this planet in the first place, and just keeping it simple by what do you like to do? What are you passionate about? Those are the first two things I ask myself anytime I think about purpose and have the boldness to follow that. So I definitely think this show was all about courage and being bold to walk in purpose. Um, one of the first things Oprah said, which already had me screaming and jumping up and down <laughs> in my house, because I'm definitely on this page, was take the limits off what you think is possible and mm -hmm. dream big. That we is just a spoke statement. about that on our last podcast about the limits. We truly put the limits on ourselves whenever we say we can't do something. And I even like to use this dialogue with my friends now when they say, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that. I'm saying, why? Because you are the person saying you can't. Is that why I literally will tell them what I've learned now? And I practice it with myself too, but it's saying change your story because you are ultimately the author of your life. You create your own reality. So if you say you can't, you can't. And one of my favorite quotes ever, and here I go again, it's the, <laughs> whether you think you can or can't, you're right. And it's so simple, but how true is that? And I really also love this idea that they got into with this comparing your life type thing where they say that, you know, I could have only what I need and be so happy, but then I'll get on Instagram and I'll see something that I wasn't even thinking about. And suddenly I'm feeling less than because I don't have that, but that wasn't even on my radar. So just speaking of living what dream should be yours. I think a lot of us get confused with the commotion of what else is out there. And it's a, such a natural human thing to feel less than when you see other people thriving, but sometimes your path and actually every time your path is not someone else's path. So it's just learning to be happy with what works for you and being happy for other people. And honestly, knowing that a lot of it is just hype anyways, and it's maybe they're chasing something they think they should have too. And it's not really fulfilling them. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the beauty of it. And when you talk about that spirit of comparison that we've brought up so many times on this show, cracking open Instagram and seeing somebody married and feeling like it should be you, seeing somebody jet setting and wondering why you can't do this, it might not be your season. And how do we be okay with that? I think it all comes back to that inner compass and knowing what your purpose is. And I feel like sometimes people get so intimidated by knowing your purpose, we can just keep it simple. What are you passionate about and what do you like to do? If you can just keep the blinders on and focus on that, I definitely feel like people will be much more fulfilled in their lives. And one thing that this um, made me and think your about- purpose can, I'm sorry, just gonna call. Hopefully I didn't mess anything up. Oh yeah, your I purpose think sideways right now, actually. Am I? Yeah. Is that- Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's okay. okay. There you go. There you're, you go. Um, of course, you're waiting on a call from business all day and they call in the middle of something important. <laughs> but um, your purpose can change. Your purpose can evolve as you learn and as you experience things. And it's kind of just like connecting the dots. So it's giving yourself that freedom to figure out what else can I do? We don't have to be confined in a box. And I even have a confession to make when it comes to compare culture. Two nights ago, I found myself going down the Instagram rabbit hole where I'm looking at you know, a pretty model. And then I go back to my page and compare my face to hers. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I, it's just such an unhealthy, but so easy to fall into that trap. Yeah. So one thing I was going to say about that is they didn't necessarily mention this in the podcast, but 
you know, I'm a big believer in God. I'm somebody who's really been through a lot. We all have, but I'm just speaking to myself right now. And one thing that I know for sure is your gift makes room for you. So whatever you believe in, if you can find that anchor within yourself and believe that your gift makes room for you, that statement alone says that you don't have to compare just because she wants to be a host and you want to be a host. That doesn't mean there's only mm-hmm. room for one host. Your gift makes room for you. Maybe I'm funnier. Maybe I appeal to a certain whatever. Maybe they have wisdom in this area and I don't. And it, you know, so getting into a spirit of comparison, especially when it comes to your purpose, you are like a fingerprint. We all have our own set of fingerprints, none of them duplicated. So if that's the case, It's the same thing for our purpose and how we show up in the world. And something else that Oprah said that was very powerful and important, and it's definitely something I live by, is to continually work on yourself. You don't have enough time to worry about what other people are doing if you're really trying to evolve who you are, heal who you are, grow in your spirit. That's a full-time job. Love yourself, love God, and love people your hands are already full. We don't have time to get on Instagram. and compare. Right. <laughs> well, and truly that's what makes life fun, right? To continue learning about yourself. Whenever I have these moments of breakthrough and really realizing why I do things and, and what falls into place for me and what doesn't, it's a cool process. It's really cool to get yeah. to know yourself. And hopefully if we're evolving in our purpose, it feels good because you feel like you're yes. making real breakthroughs. And when you get to that point of peace, you do take that energy and you're so much kinder to other people when it comes to hosting. This is a cutthroat industry and it does feel really hard sometimes to see other people doing better than you, but you have to believe that first of all, if I want someone to support me, I need to support them. That's just how it is. That's only fair. I could never ask someone to do something for me that I wouldn't do for them. So it's having that respect, but just like you said, believing that as long as you work as hard as you can, although it might be a long process, your time is coming when it's supposed to come. And you have to trust that if you do everything in your power, the rest is up to whatever you choose to believe God, the universe, fate, you just have to believe that there is a path for you. And you can't rush your path. You can't rush your course because it won't be the right one if you do that. It's very true. And I'm even careful when I say or speculate that someone's doing better than me. We can't get all that from a picture. People post, Mm -hmm. I know people personally who post pictures with their marriage and their kids and everything. They're beautiful. They look happy. They have great smiles. Their kids are all done up. They're all together and they are on the verge of divorce. Well, they see what we want them to see, right? And we do the same thing. Yeah. So I just feel like, you know, before we speculate that other people's lives look like, you know, they're better than ours or anything of that nature, you just never know what's going on. So it's best to keep the blinders on and stay in your own lane. Um, one thing that I literally posted yesterday before I listened to this podcast is don't put limits on God regardless, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, so since we already gave the preface about depending on what you believe in, I'm just going to talk about God because God has carried me through yeah. so much. And it's what I believe in. I was raised that way. I've had encounters with God. I know how he speaks to my spirit. So I'm going to just stick with God, but y'all know we here for, I've studied Buddhism. I've looked through the, like, I'm so open, but when it comes to the Lord and our listener, our listener should know this by now. We've been pretty open as far as our beliefs, but yeah, it's just, it's a respecting, you know, everyone has different views. So that disclaimer is out there, but don't put the limits on God, right? What I think about when I hear that, it goes back to the last podcast where we were talking about my goal for this week was to have a childlike imagination. I can, I used to be extremely ambitious. I used to wear the cape. 
I used to tie my self-worth to what I was able to do, what I had, um, the job, the money, the, all of these things. And when that disappeared, I got really lost about who I was, but it gave me an opportunity to find myself. But within that, I got some scrapes and bruises along the way. I got some no's that told me, oh my God, I'm not good enough in my mind. I got some you know, perceived lack and deficits of things that told me, oh, I don't know if I can have that much or do that much or be in this place. And I have limited myself. This is not what God, the universe, or nature does. You'll never see a flower outside crying, wondering if another rose is going to come out of the ground. So we have an opportunity to just take the limits off things because it's really within our own mindset. So those limitations usually are more, more what get us down on ourselves. It's not even life. It's not that you lost the job because I just did an interview with somebody and I asked them, well, how do you let go of the past and power through the future? And he said he learned in sports to adopt a short-term mindset, adopt a short-term memory. That That's happened. So you got to know. Sports. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember right. in volleyball, we're playing mistakes and it mm-hmm. never served me. That's a good point. No. How do you run your race with the baggage of yesterday's failure on your back? That's too heavy. It's such a weird concept because logically we know we can't change the past. We can only move forward. So it's like this weird game we play with ourselves where we know objectively this is not helping. And yet we still allow a part of us. And I guess this is what we work on to not allow that, but we struggle with letting our mistakes replay in our minds. And I guess it is that, that protection mode, that fear of not wanting it to happen again, but it's, it's just so counterproductive to be held in the past that way. And Joel does speak on something that I really did like where he talks about the concept of instead of looking at how far you have to come, take a second to really, you know, we talk about celebrating these small victories. And I really do like that where people, even if it's the smallest little accomplishment, maybe like have a martini or whatever it is, do something special for yourself, take a bubble bath, just take time to sit and especially in quarantine, you know, I'm, I've been learning and practicing slowing down and I felt so much better, but it really is to give yourself that mercy and that grace and to just think that, yeah, I do have a lot to go and I always want to be better, but look how far I've come. Let's not forget. I'm the one that got me here today. So let's enjoy those moments. Cause you'll never, and Joel speaks on this too. You'll never get to where you're going if you don't enjoy where you're at. Yeah, exactly. It's just too much weight to bear. We're not really made that way. I love the story he told about, so we're to run this race with endurance. And again, if we're piling on us, what didn't happen, what we didn't get a celebration of a little wind, take some of that stuff off your back and gives you the opportunity to acknowledge where you are, which goes back to that attitude of gratitude that we always talk about. And I love the way he's taught, uh, he told the story about his father who had a church for 13 years. Mm-hmm. If you would have told me a long when time. I was 18, that it was going to take me 13 to 20 years to, I would have fell out. Yeah. But it's like, he went from having 90 people in his church to 200 people in this church. And it was about the passion burning inside him. It was about his fire. It was about his purpose, what he was tied to, to help and serve other people. And sometimes that's got to be it. Same thing with Oprah, her letting go of money, fame, that, that wasn't her mission. Her mission was to show up and be used. God wants to use us. Mm-hmm. We are here We always talk about, um, well, I always talk about, we're only here once. We'll never be here again. There was no Jamie Alexander. 
before now and there won't be after I'm gone. So what are we going to do with the time that we have here? How are we going to serve? What burning passion do you have besides the money, besides the car? We see that will come because hello, look at Oprah's mm-hmm. like, you know, even yeah. look at Joel Osteen, his dad, his legacy has lived far beyond what I'm sure he even had in mind in the first place. But being faithful with those little things gives us so much room to have more things. And that's actually a really cool concept to think that your lifetime could also be building something up to sustain your child one day. That's that's actually a really cool thought to think that maybe you don't see it all coming into fruition, but the bigger purpose is what you're going to do for someone else's life. So I really like that. And, you know, it took him 13 years, which a lot of people would have probably given up after three, maybe. It sounds too long. It does. And Joel speaks about if you knew you have 32, this is my favorite part, 32 closed doors, but by the 33rd door, it was going to open, you would stick through it. It's just that not knowing and that's where faith comes in because a lot of times we give up because we don't know that we have one more door to open and we'll be there because we get impatient, which is, that's the hard part, right? I used to get so angry. The The quote that used to really send me up the river was, mm-hmm. what don't kill you, make you stronger. I'm like, what? How strong do you think I need to be up in here? Okay. I'm You're like, like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of taking hits. I'm tired of feeling down. I'm tired of, and now that I've grown beyond that, and of course, was still more growing to do, I can look in retrospect and see how self-inflicted all of that was. It's mm-hmm. small. What I have for my life Imagine it being so big that it takes 20 years to build. Rome wasn't built in a day. Nothing of value is. So I wonder what it is that we learn or the mindset we adopt at such a young age that tells us, you know, the second we hear that no, or the second we quote unquote fail at something or don't have something we think we should have right now, that it's just the end of the world. I don't, I don't really know where that came from. I think it's just, that it's, it's weird. It's that, yeah, it's that fear of not, it's, it's, it's hard to have a lot of faith, to be honest. I wish I had a better answer, but I think it's easier said than done type thing where it's when you see things happening and working out, you're like, Oh, I knew it, but in the process. Mm. And when it does feel like, you know, even when I was applying to jobs before I finally found one, which turned out to be the perfect timing. I remember thinking like how many like jobs do you have to apply to? How long is this going to take? I've been so patient and I feel like I'm getting to my wits end but then looking at it now like they say hindsight 2020 I understand exactly why it had to happen at the perfect moment that it did yes and I love the woman who brought up the thing about motherhood so many women feel guilty about pursuing their corporate passions before having a family and everything and that's just another thing that we're told like we have got to break out of that habit that women are only here to have like babies Mm -hmm. and this and that. I know we're so much more career women, but it doesn't have to be one or the other. I attended a virtual retreat over the weekend, which was absolutely mind blowing. And we Mm -hmm. talked so much about motherhood and hearing the perspectives of so many women, especially someone being like, girl, I had my child number one at 38 and number two at 40. They said I couldn't do this and couldn't have that, but I did. It's like her faith, her passion, what she knew was going to happen because she knew she was a mother even superseded what the doctors said. So this faith thing and what we believe and what we say out of our mouths is far more powerful than anything we've been taught from the outside. Our inner compass is super powerful. So leaning on that, having the faith in that 
can really move mountains because you just never know how things are going to unfold. And that should be the fun part of life. Yeah. Well, there's that excitement in, in, in when you get that gut feeling where you're like, I don't know why, but I just believe that this is going to happen. Cause I have so much faith and confidence in myself that it really doesn't matter what anyone says. And I think that's yes. the goal throughout anything that no matter what someone throws at you, you are so rooted in your foundation. You know exactly who you are, that it really doesn't matter what any outside force can say, because you're tough enough to get through whatever it is, because you believe in yourself and you are your own source of happiness. But you know, I love how you said than done. This is a practice. (laughs) Yeah. I love how you use the word rooted because that's exactly what it is. I'm going to tie these two things together. He said, why do we think storms are bad? One, two, all of the things that happen to us that feel bad, that feel negative are really building the character that we need to sustain what we ask for. So when storms really do come, you know who you are and what you're made of. And you really are rooted because every time something happens that you have to overcome, in my mind, I picture being a tree and those roots are going deeper. They're growing further into the ground. When you see a tree that's been standing there for a hundred years, that ain't no baby tree. You might turn around, I don't know how many feet back and see a root all the way. This life is is, um, building us and showing us and stabilizing us to really walk into the dreams and the visions and the greatness that we see in our hearts. So let those storms, you know, give you greater roots in the ground because the next time the one comes, you're not going to be a little twig that blows over. You're going to be that hundred year old tree with those roots that it's going to take a lot more than that. A lot of strength. And you can want to cut a tree down like that. The roots are still there. Yes. I want to play on your tree analogy that even sometimes if the wind does hit and a few branches break off, you can grow back. And this it's, it's always most simple concepts that they're so true where I was listening to a podcast this morning and it said, you know, I'm human. I made a mistake and I'm going to make a lot more mistakes. And I was just like, I love that. Just the fact that, yeah, we are human beings at the end of the day, we are all here learning. And even with the virus, we're all just figuring out what life is and what to do. And there is something really cool about the fact that like, no one does really know for the first time as scary as it is, it's just like a learning and we're all just trying to figure it out. And I think we're all just finally realizing that tomorrow you don't know what's going to happen. We just have to do the best we can for today and figure out what's important to us. Yeah, I agree. And the beautiful, beautiful part is, is I feel like the coronavirus highlighted that, but the truth is we never knew. We never had it all figured out. We never knew what tomorrow was. And I don't think we ever, we never will. We're not. So we might as well get comfortable in the unknowing of it all. Mm -hmm. And just, that's why it's so important to have those roots, to know who you are, to feel strong and confident about what your passion is. Like, again, if the word purpose, what's your purpose and your purpose, if that word intimidates you, just think about what you like to do. I happen to know that my purpose is in the space of creating space for people to walk in their purpose. And I got confirmation of that over the a couple, oh yeah, over the weekend. And it was just amazing to be confirmed and reaffirmed. Like I've had quite a few people tell me like, Jay, I created this because of our conversations, because of our talks of creativity, like just the ability to lead people down a road and help them see the value in themselves. This is the way I serve. This is my purpose. Am I as rich as Oprah? Do I have this and that? Not yet. But am Mm -hmm. I excited about where the possibility is? Because 
you know, me empowering one person to do a healing event and 11 people come to that event, that's one people reaching one person, reaching one person who reached 11 people who are going to go take that. We have so much more power than we give ourselves credit for just by being happy and passionate about who we are. Well, even this, am I as rich as Oprah, the concept of wishing for someone else's dream or living a dream that's not yours. Would we all like to have yachts? Yeah. But at the end of the day, even if you had all that, maybe you wouldn't be happy still. You know, it's like that dream is a society dream. This is what we're told is the goal. But at the end of the day, it doesn't necessarily mean that is your source of happiness. That could just be a bandaid. And living in LA, we've learned that there's a lot of really rich people that are miserable. So if that doesn't show you right there in your own backyard, you just have to, you have to dig deeper. It's just like these surface level things aren't cutting it anymore. You have to find out where your core is. And Joel also talks about taking the same amount of energy to worry as it does to believe. And that was, again, such a simple line, but really, really important to remember that all this energy you could spend wasting, worrying about what's going to happen. You could channel that into believing. and feeling so much better for it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's a choice. So you really Mm -hmm. get to choose how you live this life. You know, going back to what you said, sure, we want a yacht. Sure, we want, I'm telling you, this podcast really stuck out to me because I used to be that person who was consistently upset about what wasn't happening. And when I look Mm -hmm. in retrospect, I was killing it. I was killing the game. Isn't that funny how that happened? It's, It's wild. It's like, girl, so it's celebrating the victories and doing all this. But at some of my most bank account broke times. Like I could have 42 cents, $16, $89 in my bank account. Cause I went through my journals and looked like, wow, I had $89. That was it. And I was, I was on those yachts. I was eating steak dinner. I was flying to Miami from New York and enjoying things at no cost. I was being paid to take my friends out to eat and our food was being comped. Like all of this was happening in the midst of my bank account, not looking like what you think it needs to look like. Why? Because I was following my passion. People are uh, attracted to that. You're magnetizing people. You know, my passion is in events and bringing people together. And that energy brought me more than having dollars in the sense of my bank account did. So why am I up here pressed about, I've never not been able to take care of myself. So why do we get so pressed and bogged down on the things we're told to appreciate? it's a, it's a huge question. Just trying to figure it out. Why do we let our minds go to these negative places when we can sit here and say, we know what to focus on. And I think that's the cool thing about these conversations. It just brings us all back to, we are human and we're still going to struggle. And that's why we like to meet. That's why we like to go to therapy because we do need these <laughs> reminders and that's okay. And then even, even talking about trusting that we're going to have the right people in our life. I do struggle with that. Sometimes I want someone in my life that isn't sometimes I feel like people shouldn't be in my life that are, but it's trusting and faith in God that he will bring in the right people. So I've loosened up a lot with that too, knowing that you just can't force things. If someone's supposed to be in your life, you obviously want to make an effort and be a good friend, but there has to be a point where you just trust that the right people will be in your circle that are supposed to be. Yeah. And I mean, that all comes back to discernment too. They said storms are blowing you to where you want to go and he'll never take you where he can't sustain you. Mm -hmm. So if you had a stormy relationship with somebody, a friendship broke up, 
and now you're nervous about me meeting a new friend, how do you know that that friendship breakup wasn't the storm you needed to you blow needed. you in the direction of this new person? So you don't want to close off your heart or your energy or your attitude. You learned from that one. You learned something. So you can take that discernment and that wisdom and carry it into the next place because when quote unquote bad things happen to you, like we always say, they're not happening to you, they're happening for mm -hmm. you. So if we can adopt the mindset, I think that just gives us so much more room. This is about the expanded mindset. Let's have room to imagine. Let's have room for new perspectives. And, you know, I even have to tell myself because I get afraid to move forward on things. Yeah. And it's like, Jay, you got to trust yourself just a little bit more. Trust that you learned something from all of these experiences that you don't have to tiptoe afraid. You can walk boldly and encourage because you know who you are. You know what you're passionate about. And you can trust that life is going to bring you what's going to bring you, but it's nothing that I can't overcome. So I, right. I'm speaking to myself at the same time. Yeah. There's right out. I like to take my little walks outside to get fresh air and there's on the pavement, spray paint and walk with intention. And every time I pass it, I'm just like, yes, let me turn up my song a little bit louder. It just fuels me. And I always feel like I'm meant to be right here. And yes, I'm choosing to walk that way, but I can apply that to everything. I can choose to walk to a place that's going to make me feel better. I can choose to have intention. And Jay, let's bring it back to nature. You talk about the storm. What do we know happens after a storm? We see a rainbow. So Sunshine. It's, it's really all about perspective. It's the same message every single week, but in, it's still just as impactful because we need, especially now, we need those reminders to keep us going. You got to, what does he say? Believe big and pray bold and to trust God's timing. I think a lot of us, and I'm talking to myself right here, love to be impatient. We want things to happen. And when I've got something on my mind, I want it to happen now, but not everything can be rushed. And no, exactly. You'll miss things when you rush. Yes. Because you know what? Sometimes we're so committed to the way things should be mm -hmm. again. Where are we getting this should? And yeah, where who did that come from? This? Who, where did it come from? We've got to, mm -hmm. That's why it's so important. I think our conversations on every Monday are so important because we are literally sharing the tips and tools required to go within, to tap within yourself. I even look at everything happened with this coronavirus and the government and everything going on. And I don't really have too much on political views, but one thing that is so evident and clear and loud to me, if ever before, is that I need to be strong up in here. I need to be able to see clearly and hear clearly just simply through my vessel because there's so much media out there. The government is noise. going back and forth. There's so much noise. These grants, do we do this? Is the coronavirus, is, do we have, does remdesivir work? Are we gonna, it's just mm -hmm. way too much. I, I had to take only, a breath just now. <laughs> girl, it's too much. So giving people tips, tools, and language so that they can tune into themselves is one of the most powerful things that we can do. I feel like we're literally walking in purpose by staying committed to this show, by AfterBuzz continually supporting us and having us here. We're all walking in purpose because we're sharing the things that people need to know. We will spark the brain of the person who will change the world. And that's Tupac. But you yeah. know, <laughs> it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's the energy yeah. and the effort we're putting out. Yeah. A hundred percent. It is contagious. It's magnetic, as you said. And shout out to AfterBuzz founder, Kevin Undergaro talks about the most successful people are the ones that make smart choices. And this can be overlooked so quickly because we get blinded by just the end goal of success and fame and whatever else we can be distracted by. But it's about those choices along the way 
that may seem to slow us down at times, but we know that when we're in alignment with who we are, we're going to make those right choices and we will figure out why we chose to listen to our gut when it all unravels the way it should, when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. That brings me to one of the quotes that they said, um, Oprah was really knee deep on this one. I love it. She said the, it's a privilege of a lifetime to be who you are. And that almost brought me to tears just because it's like, it's just a powerful pack statement. I really do care deeply about people. And I really, really believe in our individual walks and how precious and sacred they are. And it really hurts me when I see people who feel like they cannot be themselves or they feel like they have to conform to something because that's what makes the outside world comfortable. I'm forever be an advocate, fight for and ride for those people who feel different, who want to be themselves, anything in regards to getting closer to who you are so you can live that because it really is a privilege to be yourself. If nothing else, that is like the most bomb thing you can do. And it, you being yourself and, um, being open to receiving that privilege that you were born with. It is your natural born right to be yourself blesses everybody around you. And so when you're blessing and serving everybody around you, I mean, it sounds kind of cheesy, but you're just making the world a better place. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I like what you said earlier too, that there's never been a Jamie Alexander before you and there won't be one after. And yeah, it's like, yeah, I know there's only one of me. I have my own fingerprint, but never really even thought about the fact that throughout all of life. And I guess I wouldn't actually really know after I'm dead, but I do believe you where it's like, there is never going to be someone just like me. So that alone has to be enough fuel to realize that there's got to be some bigger purpose as to why we are created so uniquely, you know, it's like, why we would just be robots if there wasn't more to it? Exactly. And think about it. Even if there was a, another Haley J that looked just like you, they would still be in 20, 300 or 2350. Mm-hmm. They're still not in this time period. This will never come again. Time travel. Well, that's a whole nother conversation, but we don't have enough time for that, but you get the point. And it's like, you know, I love to see what you have to offer. I love when you, you know, put your songs out. I love when you, even, even your Instagram posts, like our cute captions and our pictures. This is our creativity. This is mm-hmm. our fingerprint. This is us sharing a piece of us with the world. And I think it's valuable and beautiful and absolutely should be celebrated. And it is a privilege, but a privilege that is ours and has been ours since the beginning of time and will continue to be ours when we're dead and gone. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's just a lot of people get sad and depressed when they don't feel like them, they have their purpose because they don't feel like they're themselves. And I think that's when you hear, you know, there's only one of you. And then that's when it's so easy to be like, well, what's so special about me? But I really think there's so much power in, you know, waking up, taking those extra few minutes. I'm into this new breathing exercise that I've been doing and whatever you need to do for you. I think taking that time to channel in and sometimes you just get busy. I got to call this person. I got to text this person back. And then I'll find myself thinking like, wait, what am I doing? What's the point of like, where's my mind at today? So just taking that time to look around, be thankful and um, a stress exercise that I really like too, is they say, stop and find five things around the room. So I'll say, what do I see? I see my dream catcher. I see my cup. And then you just bring yourself into the moment. And that's a really cool trick. I learned too, to start listing the objects around you. And that really does bring you into the present moment because you can only focus on the current things in your space. 
Yeah, because it's so easy to breeze over that stuff. Oh, I'm just in my room. I'm doing, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we just forget to just stop yeah. and take a breath, which is what I love about the mindfulness this COVID has been able to give us in a lot of areas. And, you know, something else and I want to touch on. And appreciation for it at the same time when you do that. Yeah. Um, uh, I believe it was Jim Carrey that said, you know, back to talking about you know, there only being one of us, I think I don't have the quote exactly right, but that Jim Carrey said, but he basically said, when we get depressed, it's because we're tired of carrying around the person that we're not. People have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we prescribe all these drugs and, you know, we put people on things and blah, blah, blah. And don't get me wrong. There are some things that need to be diagnosed and taken care of through medication. But I think sometimes when we have that continued brain pattern that we're not enough, we're not doing the right thing. We're not measuring up. We're not at everything that we're not, everything that we're not, and we're not appreciating what we are. We definitely mm-hmm. get depressed and it, you know, neurologically, yeah. like our, our neuroplasticity starts to hardwire that stuff. And you literally become everything. You're not, 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 not. And that is absolutely depressing because it's oh, not you. Sounds, it's yeah, not I mean, you it's, are sounds heavy just weighing you down all these yeah, voices in your head that aren't even yours let them go yeah. let those vo- voices and thoughts go by like cars on the freeway would you hop in every single car that drove by on the freeway that too sounds you shouldn't, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> not smart yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um so yeah no I thought this was such a good conversation were there any more quotes or anything that I missed that you wanted to share before Say. we hop into some of our special <laughs> segments that we have um, we already covered the basis of you become what you believe. And then, yeah, um, being happy to, to know that you're going to get to where you want to be and thankful for how far you've come are really my biggest takeaways of this. Yes, I love it. Now, before we go into our news and gossip in our special segment, I would love to share a couple of tweets with you guys. So, um, Let's show see. them Twitter can be a good place, not just Twitter a is a space. great place. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love Twitter. I have a great time on Twitter. I'm following amazing people. So Andre Wise, he tweeted, y'all really want to be famous? Question mark. And so this was days ago. So I love that this conversation was about that. But I wrote back, I prefer impact over fame, really. It'll come with exposure, but not just there for the sake of being seen. So it goes back to what Oprah was saying, like, like yeah, like yeah. in such my, a fame society. Be, for what? I want to be used. What is sure, do I think I have a pretty face and cool things to say and all that? Yeah, I'm confident in who I am, but I don't want to just be out here if I'm not helping or blessing anybody. Mm-hmm. That's just vain. I'm not I want the impact. Like fame, that may or may not come, but I feel like to have the impact I want to have, it might be a byproduct, which is exactly what Oprah said, but it's definitely not the thing. Like it's not sustainable. I was going to say, that's how you sustain the fame too, by the right reasons. Correct. Correct. And then a second quote I found on Twitter, which I love so much, was from one of our past guests, Caleb Castile. Okay. Okay. Yes. And he wrote, God doesn't call us to be successful. He calls us to be faithful. And I just found so much power in that because that's what it's about. I pray every day, God, how do you want to use me? How do you want to show up? I want to... I want God to work through me. If I wake up and just do what Jamie wants to do again, it goes back to that smallness, the smallness of our minds. I didn't create the universe. I didn't create humans. I'm not responsible for breathing or waking myself up. It's something that is God given and natural. Mm -hmm. And because of that, 
there's another power out there that can also power my intuition, power what I want to be led. I don't want to be the one running this ship because I don't feel like I know enough. Yeah. I want to be led. That gives so, me ease too when I truly don't know what direction to go. And I say, show me, you know, I, I'm, I'm honest that I don't know right now and that's okay. That's okay. That's like kind of the name of the game. I think the yeah. more honest we can get about not knowing, the more powerful we can become. The power doesn't come from knowing everything. That's a little forced. The power yeah. comes from, you know, everything coming through you. What, what, what Who do we um, talk to that, gosh, not, was it Common or Alicia Keys? It was one of them that said they just, oh, I think it was Swiss Beats. Long story short, they just get quiet and the way their songs or beats or books or whatever it was comes to them, it comes through them. It's not like- I think that's when Alicia was talking about his method, Swiss. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even in creativity, the music that we love and enjoy or these acting scenes and all this entertainment and stuff and all the creativity that we see, a lot of the times these artists are like, I had to get quiet. I had to get in this space and just yeah. let it flow through me. That's the spirit. That's God to me. Yeah. You know, it's whatever When I'm even call. hearing a song for the first time, if someone's like, hey, listen to this, I always have to close my eyes because I feel like I just like cut out all the distractions and I only hear the song when I do that. Yeah. And then it allows that to touch a part of you that's not distracted by the cup and the things that we're seeing all yeah. around. It's like, you know, it, mm-hmm. so it gives you a moment to really, you know, get in tune with that. So I really loved and appreciated that and just wanted to share those little tweets because it had everything to do with our conversation today. I love that. So, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And thank you guys so much for listening. So if you have any dream big ideas or any feedback that you want to share with us, please drop it in the comments. Um, because now it's time to dive into our news and gossip. Do, do, do. So I'll let Katie go ahead and take After that away. So there is light in the darkness. Unfortunately, we've seen a lot of seniors miss out on their graduation because of Corona. But if there's one speaker you want at your graduation, it's going to be Oprah. So Facebook is doing a really cool thing where they are going to do a live stream of Oprah. Basically, she's going to host a virtual graduation ceremony for all of the college seniors that are missing out on their traditional ceremonies. So how cool everyone gets to say Oprah's at my graduation. So there you go. That's amazing. I love it. What a great idea. Again, another blessing and benefit that's come from, all right, everybody's at home, even Oprah. So we've got the technology nice and developed for such a time as this. So we can take advantage and do something cool and unique. And her words just, I just listened to a YouTube video of her speaking for five minutes and I'm just like, yes, I hear you. So I absolutely, we know she's going to inspire a lot of kids out there as she inspires us. Right. Not only that, but what a story to tell. I think I would have been so much more hype about graduation if I knew this was a possibility. I wouldn't mind it. (laughs) Yes, that's amazing. And now would be a great time to jump into our super slow poll, which I love. So Every Sunday, Haley posts. Make sure to follow her on Instagram because, um, yeah, you get a lot of traction, girl. And I love to see the percentages of people who think what. So let's share that poll. Yeah. So the question this week is, Joel said, the bigger your obstacles, the bigger your future. So I think a lot of times, just like the storm, we think obstacles are such a bad thing. But why don't we look at our obstacles as, whoa, this challenge is so heavy because I know on the other side is going to be huge. This is going to be that. Even when you watch a movie, there's always that big fight scene and then they conquer all. So it's like you have to just like fight in whatever way that fight looks like for you. And so I asked people, do you think this is true? The bigger your obstacles, the bigger your future. 
63% says yes. 37 says no. What do you think? Hmm. Well, I think yes. And I want to tell you why <laughs> you did say fight the fight. Um, in your own way. And there is a story, David, Goli- David and Goliath in the Bible, and they spoke about this in the podcast. But David was this tiny little guy, didn't have much, he used to herd sheep and, you know, do his thing. Herding sheep, he didn't have a glamorous job. He wasn't that big. He wasn't some hunky, amazing, whatever. And there was this giant, a little physical, an actual physical giant. So we're talking about this little bit and this huge man who was tearing things up. And he, David was instructed to go handle that. And this is just my little rendition of the story, but people tried to to send him with all this armor. You need this. Everybody tried to tell David what he needed to do to slay that giant. None of it felt natural to him. So here he is walking and clunking around and all this crap. Everybody told him he needed to do what he needed to be after nobody else slayed this giant. They're going to tell him what he needs to do. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to do what I do best. He grabbed five stones and a sling, flung that thing and took the whole (laughs) giant down with nothing but a slingshot and some stones, his little tiny stuff. So I'm telling that story to say, regardless if you believe in the Bible or not, take it as a fairy tale, a parable, whatever. It's still just like, use what you have in your hands. And do you, boo-boo. That's what we're saying. (laughs) Do you, boo-boo. And he became king off of that because nobody was able to see how anybody was able to take down that huge giant. So that huge giant in your face is something special. It's a gift for you to use your gifts to take down. So don't pass it up. Rise, rise to the occasion. And, you know, if it's coming to you, that means you can go through it. And there's something special you have in order to overcome that thing. And it is going to be big because it's something only you could do. So that is like that. bomb, you know? And just not being afraid of failure, just maybe looking at it as a redirection to get to where you're trying to go. It's not necessarily a stopping block that's going to stop you from what you want to do. Great. It's all the way, you know, all about how we perceive it. So I love that poll. And I love to see that the majority, you know, kind of agree that the bigger I can overcome, the bigger thing brought to me means there's something bigger on the other side because it's, it's, it's just true. I just believe I agree in that. With that too. I would yeah, have voted it. yes. If I could yeah. vote in my own poll. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing yeah. that. Um, let's see. I Is it time to own our soul? I think it's time to own our soul. So <laughs> own our soul is our special segment where we take something that we've learned during the week or in this podcast and we're taking it into the next week in order to grow and evolve our soul. So, I mean, this was pretty full, Haley. What are you going to take <laughs> into your week to be better, a better you? Well, just with the idea of following our own path and our own voice, I, I actually acted on the things that I've always said were burdens on me and not burden in such a, I don't feel appreciative of this way, but just even I've expressed before about feeling like you know, all the group messages and the texts, it was just felt like I was just confined all the time to respond to other people. So I told my friends, like, I love you guys, but I'm going to have to like check out for a little bit. I'm going to mute this group chat. It just feels too demanding. And with all due respect, but I think it, like to give me a bone, we had one Instagram chat and then also one text message chat. I'm like, I'll stay in the text, but I'm going to remove myself from the Instagram because I need this mental break. It's just too much going on all the time. And it's stressing me out to respond. And it seems so small, but I realized 
all I have to do is speak up and being the amazing friends they were. Everyone's like, totally got you. Cool. Get it. And I'm like, if I would have done this a month ago, I would feel (laughs) so much better. So just actually putting into practice the things you know are going to be beneficial for your mental health and might last a week and you'll be like, I can get back in this or it might last forever. It's just doing what you need to do for you. I love it. Good. Well, good for you because I know even from when we first met, that's leaps and bounds for you. I feel like, you know, just being bold enough to speak up for yourself on behalf of yourself because you Mm -hmm. know how important it is. I mean, I think that's great that you've gotten to a space where you're, you got the courage to do it because some people are too worried about losing friends or just that people pleasing thing in me, I guess, but your real friends will get it. That's just it. Exactly. And those who don't, if they harmonious follow or harmoniously fall away, that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. What so, about you? Yeah. You know, I'm going to stick with the whole thing of dreaming big, believing big, praying bold, um, walking in trust. I am actually participating in a 40 day fast put Ooh. on by uh, black city girls on Instagram and four zero. 40 days. So I'm doing 30 days because I got in there late, but it's still the point of things. And it also happens to be Ramadan. So I was going to say, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even know, but it linked up and yeah. So the prayer that was in our email today was something that I wanted to share with you guys, because I thought it was so powerful and so beautiful. And even when I don't have the words to kind of articulate what I'm thinking, I feel like this did it so perfectly. So if you don't mind, I'd love to read it and share please do. Okay. So today's prayer, Lord, please give me a humble heart to yield to your instructions at all times so that I can prosper and see your power in my life. Help me to obey you and let me be flexible for the Holy Spirit's guidance. Let me follow when you lead and let me be willing to receive your blessings whenever you're ready to release them. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So just, you know, the the, having a humble heart, I want to be soft enough to be able to yield to what my intuition is telling me. I don't need to know everything. When I know, no, no, that's hard. I want to be soft and yield to like, oh, oh, not right, left, cool. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and just so I can prosper and see the power and then the, you know, Holy Spirit's guidance, like just walking in obedience. Like, really? You want me to go say that to this person? Or really? You want me, like who quits in a right. pandemic? You know what I'm saying? Who leaves their job and their stability in such an mm-hmm. unknown? Well, I do because I felt led, you know, and things like that. So yeah. Just, I'm hoping to stay in that rhythm because I do believe there's so much more than I can fathom. And I just want to be the fertile soil. Don't put limits on God. Don't put limits on God. So that that was it for me. (laughs) Thank you guys so much. That's it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you got so much value. Um, just as we did, uh, please feel free to comment, share your stories. We'd love to hear it. Um, I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander, and that's J-A-I-M-I. And please click the link in my bio because it will take you to my YouTube page where you will find more value such as this. And um, yeah, make sure to tune in every Monday at 6.15 p.m. here on AfterBuzz TV for us. 
And guys, you can follow me Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to vote on the Sunday polls on Instagram every Sunday morning at HeyJHAYJ underscore. We will see you guys next Monday. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.